Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Movie Merge, part of the Anything But Credible Network. It is I, Danny Willard, and today we're going to be talking about this week's bottom-of-the-barrel movie. It's a horror movie. It stars Anna Paquin, and I've never heard of it. Um, it was not a particularly great movie, but that's kind of the point of this segment. Um, yeah, like I said, I personally have never heard of this movie. Um, I don't know if anybody else had any sort of memory or recollection of it. Not me, though. Uh, this was completely new. I went in completely blind, had no idea what to expect, and uh, it certainly didn't impress. Um, and it definitely lived up to, um, you know, its title of being on this top 100 lowest ranked movies on, on Rotten Tomatoes. So, um, yeah, leading right into that, let's just get into some uh, statistics, some some logistics, some something else that ends in istics. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so the tomato meter darkness sits on the tomato meter at a whopping four percent now four percent i mean in the grand scheme of things that's not great but if you're looking at bottom of the barrel the history of bottom of the barrel that's pretty normal i mean we're we're pretty much in line with uh every other bottom of the barrel movie as far as rating goes so that's good um some consistency there i guess that's worth something uh potentially but anyways, yeah, it sits at a 4% on the tomato meter, and then the audience score is a uh, very, very forgiving 31%, um, you know, as as uh, audience scores typically are, so that that pretty much is also on track. So so Darkness is directed by Yauma Balaguerro, I believe is how you say the name. I tried to look up a pronunciation, um, and I really couldn't get a, like, uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, like a definitive answer. Um, so that's what we're rolling with. So that's who directs it. And as far as a synopsis, uh, buckle your seat belts because it's about to get crazy. Paul, played by Stefan Enquist, and his older sister, Regina, uh, played by Anna Paquin, unpack and settle into their new country home with their mother, played by Lena Olin, uh, and father, Ian Glenn, or Ian Glenn. Uh, an atmosphere of dread slowly becomes evident in the house, and before long, strange things are happening within its walls. As the supernatural occurrences get more intense and threatening, Regina looks into the house's dark history and struggles to uncover the reason behind the macabre presence. Um, okay, yeah, so that is the synopsis for Darkness. Um, it's, it's, if I had to summarize basically how I feel about the movie, I would just say that it is... Um, and this is once again, this has been a theme so far with with this segment. Uh, it's it's very generic and very uh, tropey. With you know, there's a lot of horror tropes out there. I mean, that's no secret. Um, and it's just not. It doesn't really do anything to um, sort of. I don't know. Add anything to the genre. Not that every piece of art in film has to, but I just feel like. I don't know. They could have contributed a little, a little something unique, maybe made it different in its own way, and it just really wasn't. Um, but that's that's okay. We'll, we'll get into some details here. All right. Um, so I kind of ran through these names uh, as far as who stars, but here's the official uh, me announcing that it stars Anna Paquin, Ian Glenn, uh, Lena Olin, Gia, Giancarlo Gianni, Stefan Enquist, and more. Now. Um, I don't know how many Anna Paquin fans there are out there, but if you're listening to this and you are a fan of Anna Paquin, please cover your ears. Um, Anna Paquin has one of the worst performances in this movie, uh, like of anyone that I've seen in recent memory. Um, like it, it was one of the worst performances I can remember ever seeing. 
there's so many things that she does that make her so terrible. One of the big ones is she rarely looks people, I don't know about rarely, but a lot of the time she doesn't look people in the eye when she's talking to them. She does like this weird stare off dramatic, like I'm going through some shit like type of look, but she doesn't ever really look people in the face when she's talking to them. And it's annoying. Um, But that's just the tip of the iceberg with this girl because pretty much all of her acting is flat face, boring, like uh, there's like um, the the wrong type of emotion when she, there should be a different type of emotion. It's, she sucks. I mean, that's just the best way to put it. Anna Paquin sucks in this movie. She's really bad. I'm just going to be straightforward with that. Um, yeah, noticeably terrible. But uh, she's not the only reason why this movie becomes hard to watch very quickly. There's there's a there's a whole slew of things that sort of cause that, and uh, a few of those things are actually the camera effects and the visuals. Because the whole thing, uh, you know, the movie starts out. Well, we'll, we'll start here. We'll, we'll start. Uh, let me let me set the setting here. So, movie starts out. Family moves into a new house. Already right off the bat, we're starting off with a solid horror trope. New house, weird, spooky ghost shit. <laughs> Crazy, right? Um, so, yeah, they move into this new house. Weird shit starts to happen, <sighs> including the lights flicker. Whoa. Get under the covers. The lights are flickering. That happens a lot. They, like, call electricians and stuff. Um, you know, and, and that's, that's. I mean, like I said, that, that totally is just in line with every other horror movie. It's like, oh, electricity, ghosts, oh, man classic but then the second thing and this is uh really unique and is not in every horror movie as well uh the kid in the family starts to draw creepy pictures wow goosebumps um i was being sarcastic obviously that literally happens in every single horror movie revolved around an entire family the child starts to draw creepy pictures and like talk to kids and uh just weird weird shit but it happens a lot um this isn't anything new once again this is very generic and not not anything crazy. Um, <clears throat> but what the movie does is since the lights are flickering and stuff because of the ghost and, you know, he's they're, they're messing with the uh, the power lines, I guess. I got nothing better to do. Um, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of strobing because of that. And, you know, it's not like a nauseating amount of strobing, but it, it, there's, there's a fair amount. I mean, you know, the lights are pretty much messed up for most of the movie. But in addition to that, when shit's really hitting the fan, uh, they do this like effect with the camera where it just shakes vigorously and it looks like they're in an earthquake. And it's like uh, we I don't we don't really need that. Uh, I don't want that. It's not effective. It's just as irritating to look at. Like it's not it's not great. Um, so yeah. Anyways, but what ends up happening is like the kids drawing weird uh, spooky pictures that don't have any sort of context or just like weird shit. Uh, lights are flickering. Uh, things are going uh, bad and this family's just trying to get settled into this new house. Uh, Regina, the daughter, uh, AKA Anna Paquin brings a guy home, um, to help paint her room. And Mark, uh, the dad played by Ian Glenn, um, he has a disease. He has some sort of a condition. Um, I can't even, honestly, I'm, I can't even remember what it's called. Uh, all I know is that it makes him basically freak out and like, uh, just like get pissed off at everything. I'm assuming. I mean, that's that seems to be uh, something that, that has something to do with his disease. Um, 
but he sort of has uh, seizures and stuff, and I believe it was called Huntington's disease. Um, but it just sort of messes with his mental instability. Um, so his whole family's kind of worried about him. So anyways, he, he slowly unravels. Um, it's actually not that slow. I don't know why I said slowly, because when Regina, uh, Regina, when <laughs> Regina <laughs> brings this dude home to help her paint a room, um, you know, very romantic date when they, when they're painting this room together, uh, Mark, the dad asks him like, do you know anything about electricity? And it's like, well, that's kind of weird. I mean, I don't really know. I mean, I'm sure it was said in like a joking manner, but it's hard to tell with the acting. So I can't tell if this is part of his like crazy Huntington's disease, like um, BS or, or if he's, um, I don't know if, if it was just like a little funny joke, like, hey, you know anything about electricity? So there's a guy there that's like trying to look into it, I guess. And uh, he's like, there's nothing I can do. And then immediately, this is where you first see this in the movie. Uh, Mark flies off the handle and is like, what, what do you expect me to do? Blah, blah, blah. And just starts screaming at the guy. And his whole family's looking at him like, um, are you good? Uh, and then he like, just basically from then on uh, he's he's just a psychopath um he's not taking his medicine i guess um because he he does have medicine but he just randomly starts to freak out and uh get mad at everything and i mean everything uh the mom of the family is trying to talk to her or sorry talk to him uh about their daughter because their daughter is being distant and are being a little weird um and they're concerned or the mom's concerned anyways and the mom um, it's like, maybe we're not understanding her or something to that effect. And then instead of, you know, him being a father and sort of like, yeah, you're right. We should work on that. He's like, her, what about me? Everybody's looking at me like I'm a psycho. And it's like totally out of the blue. And I guess that's, I don't know anything about Huntington's disease, but maybe that's just how it is. Maybe you just become literally that mentally unstable. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but it's it's weird because it feels really out of place. But I guess it's supposed to kind of... Uh, I don't really know. Uh, yeah, so things happen. Uh, everybody's worried about the father. He kind of becomes... Like, you kind of think it's going to be the kid um, for most of the movie doing weird stuff. And uh, weird stuff happens to the kid because he's drawing creepy pictures, like I said. But the dad... The dad really is the one that um, kind of flies off the handle more than anybody else. Um he, there's a scene where he starts tearing up the floors because he says there's a hive of larva in the wall and they're whispering to him and the wife doesn't like what this is what doesn't make any sense to me this guy is going nuts he's just like ripping up floorboards he's yelling at everybody and this family nobody in the family like like they're concerned they express their concern and that's why he's so it like makes him even more agitated and, and angry because they're like, everybody's looking at me like I have a problem. Uh, but it's like, you do, buddy. Um, you have Huntington's disease. Sit down. And uh, basically, I uh, I don't understand why they don't, like, call somebody to, like, like I don't know, like a mental institution or, like, somebody to just, like, arrest him so he'll stop, like, doing this weird stuff. But he ends up tearing up the floorboards. Um, and then I, I think he just, like... Like, the scene starts with him tearing up the floorboards to, like, get to this mysterious hive of larva, which is totally random, by the way. And uh, it goes from him tearing up floorboards straight to him being, like, wheeled out of the house in a stretcher. So it's implied that they just let this guy 
go nuts to the point where he literally had to be helped medically um, by by an ambulance and like they just let him do it. You know what I mean? It's like I feel like somebody should step in here. You know, you know, he has a disease. And obviously, I mean, at this point, it's like a mixture of his disease with this ghost shit. But I just feel like step in, you know, help, help the guy out, maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, back, going back to tropes, though, I think that um, the, the the main supernatural force is pretty, uh, once again, pretty generic. I mean, it's just a. I, I really don't actually know who or what exactly it is. It seems like there's multiple things. There's like, okay, so like in the house, they always see this group of like young kids. There's like a, a, it's like a a ghost children just running around the house, tormenting people, ghost children. I mean, you've seen, how many times have you seen a movie with ghost children and a a horror movie with uh, ghost children? That is, I'm moving at a million miles an hour today. Um, But in addition to the ghost children, there's like, there, there's a painting that I, I don't even remember how Mark uh, ends up with the painting, but or it's like a picture or some shit. I don't know, but it's three old women wearing Morpheus glasses from the Matrix, and it's really weird. And occasionally, the the camera will pan over to the painting, and one of the women will be gone, and then she'll start like crawling on the ceiling. Which that part actually was creepy, I will say. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really happen super often. Uh, but yeah, it's just like, I, and I don't know who they are. And they may have said it in the movie, and I didn't pay attention. That's what happens during bottom of the barrel movies. Is I, I I'm half in, I'm half out. It's it's very difficult to um, stay focused uh, for an extended period of time. But I do my best, you know. Um, let's just keep going down the list of tropes. Um, I'm gonna give you a multiple choice uh, question here. Do you think that throughout this whole movie, it's sunny? It's snowing. Um, what other weather? For you? Uh, it's um, nighttime. That was stupid. Basically, what happens is it's, it's downpouring throughout the whole thing. That was going to be the answer. Sorry, I ruined the multiple choice question. Um, but yeah, it's literally pouring rain the entire time because, you know, rain is bleak and it's scary and it's intense. Ooh, rain, raindrops, precipitation, drop top, smoking. Blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, and that's basically uh, that's it. And I just feel like that lines up with every other trope. So cool. You know what? uh, I think the best way to describe this movie is like, it's like an example for like a, like if somebody was like, what, what is a horror movie kind of like? And like, for some reason you didn't have any like really good horror movies on hand, but you, you wanted to describe like what you're going to see in most horror movies. That's this movie. Um, but not in a good way, if that makes sense. Uh, Yeah. We're getting into spoiler territory here. Um, once again, I don't expect anybody to care, so I'm just going to talk about things now. I mean, I've kind of already said things anyways, so whatever. Turns out the grandpa's the bad guy in the end, the grandfather, the doctor of the family, uh, who you who you think is a good guy, and uh, he's really not. He's really not. He's a bad dude. He's sacrificing members of his family um, to the darkness. Uh, I, I'm really not sure. I, I don't really fully understand what the plan was, and I don't really fully understand what the main enemy is. Just don't be in the dark. The dark's bad. Bad shit happens in the dark. Um, I for, And that actually brings me to this point. I forgot to even mention this. 
there's this weird ritual thing that's supposed to happen on the day of an eclipse, and that's what this is all amounting to or leading up to is this day of the eclipse. This all has to be set, all has to be ready to go. Got to have some weird sacrifice thing. Um, and uh, the way that you do that is the thing that he was trying to tear up under the floorboards before he went to the hospital was like this weird altar thing under the ground or like this weird platform that I guess you're supposed to perform the ritual thing on. I don't really know. Uh, yeah, so whatever. The grandpa catch, uh, the grandpa captures Regina, and that's because she kind of has the most awareness of the fact that something bad is happening, and she's actively trying to stop it, and he doesn't want her to do that, so she ca- or he captures her. Uh, yeah, um, basically throughout the movie, Mark, the father starts to, he just, he goes nuts. He just starts banging on doors and screaming and like yelling at people. And it's really like corny. It's, it's actually extremely corny. Um, and that leads to a scene that is very reminiscent of the shining. And it almost feels like a shining ripoff, to be honest with you, where the mom and the son get locked in a bathroom and Mark runs up to the door and is like, let me in, blah, 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 and starts banging on the door. He doesn't grab an axe, but if he had, I mean, it literally would have been The Shining. Um, and it was just very reminiscent of that. It was very similar. And actually, even in that scene in particular, Ian Glenn kind of looked like Jack Nicholson, uh, vaguely, very vaguely. But it, there were a lot of things that just reminded me of The Shining. I mean, it was it was kind of weird. Um, but that's probably because I have a, a major affinity for The Shining, so that would make sense. Uh, yeah, but, you know, the mom just starts screaming, um, in, in terror, uh, basically during any intense ghost scene, somebody is screaming and it is, it is like blood curdling, like not in like a, uh, an unsettling way, just in an irritating way where it's like, shut up. Like, <laughs> I don't even care that you're being like tormented by, by ghosts or demons or whatever this shit is like, shut up, stop screaming. I don't care. Um, uh, it's really annoying. But yeah, there's a lot of that, mainly from the mom, I would say. The daughter does do it too occasionally. And like I said, the dad's basically yelling in anger the whole time too. So everybody's just everybody's just straining those vocal cords. Those pipes are hot. Um, and I don't like it. But uh, the whole thing, so like I said, they tear up the floorboards um, further. The, the daughter does this, by the way. She tears up the floorboards. She makes the full discovery like, hey, there's a weird altar thing on the ground. How strange. And the whole thing with the ritual is that it needs to, um, you need to cut the throat of a loved one. That's what they say. Um, and I think it even gets more specific than that, but that's the, that's the cliff notes version. That's the very generic version. You need to cut the throat of a loved one. And then it like, that's the sacrifice that needs to be made. So when Ian Glenn or Mark, um, is right after he gets done banging on the door while the wife's in the bathroom, she's like, you need to take your medicine. And he's like, oh, I'll take my medicine. <laughs> and he, he basically just starts, I don't know what kind of medicine it is, but apparently it's lethal if you take more than you're supposed to because he just starts shoving pills down his throat. And then he starts choking. Um, and then what he does uh, is he, as he's choking, guess where he takes, uh, guess where he goes to decide to lie down? He walks downstairs. This is all happening on the second floor of the house, by the way, and the the altar things on the main level. He walks downstairs and lays in the middle of the altar thing as he's choking and like holding his throat. Um, 
and uh, you know it, it, everything's lining up great for the ghost people because that's exactly what they want. The mom runs downstairs and um, basically is like, "Well, we gotta." She she tries to help him. Meanwhile, while this is happening, um, and this happened actually a little bit prior to this, but the grandfather randomly has a change of heart because Regina says she loves her fa- her dad or something. I don't know. That's all it took. Like was for him to be like, "Oh, you're right." Go save him. So he lets her go. Um, so she gets to the house right as his, uh, her dad and the wife um, are in the main level. And uh, he's choking on the pills. So this is all happening at the same time now. So she runs in and she's like, I know how to stop. We have to stop it. So the mom, guess what her idea is? To How, how, do, you, how do you stop somebody from choking? Um, and I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty certain that this is not what you would do, um, especially knowing that this is going to cause bad things to happen. The mom says, we need to cut a hole in his throat so he can breathe. Imagine that. No shit. You mean you need to do the thing that the ghost wants you to do? You need to slice his throat open. That's the only way to save his life. Does that make any sense? I, I don't understand. So that actually, that you know what? That actually brings up a point where he's not even i guess technically he didn't even like take a lethal dose of his medicine he just choked on pills because he tried to swallow a million at the same time but what kind of a what what kind of a suggestion is that even if there weren't ghosts running rampant around the house and they were looking for a a human sacrifice why the hell would your first inclination be we need to cut his throat open. He's choking. This is an operation, lady. Like, you're not just going to, like, reach in there and grab the pills. I don't understand. Um, but Regina runs in to stop it, obviously, because she's she seems to be the only level-headed one. But she's actually a dumbass because what happens is she stops the mom. She's like, no, you can't. And then the mom convinces her to do it anyways. So she... But but this is this is where it gets really great. She doesn't make an incision. She doesn't <laughs> she doesn't slice the throat open like across like horizontally or anything like that. She jab, she jabs a hole in it like she literally like a quick like just like stabs him in the throat real quick and blood starts uh, coming out of his throat. And for some reason. I don't even remember what happens after that. I'm pretty sure things go wrong, as they should. You just jabbed your father in the throat with a pen, and uh, he he dies. Um, so this is, I mean, this is literally the end of the movie at this point. Um, shit starts hitting the fan. The mom hallucinates, uh, and, and she dies, and it's, I don't know, things start getting bad. <sighs> And by the way, the, the, I forgot to even mention this. I'm all over the place right now, but the boy that Regina brought home earlier in the movie ends up being like the main person helping her. They kind of do like a, a cute little couples. Let's dive into my, my household history. So my family doesn't get possessed uh journey. That's a very typical for, for, uh, you know, a, a love story. And, um, so he, he's like trying to help throughout this whole thing. And, Whatever. Shit's going down in the house. It's like pitch black. The eclipse is happening or it has happened. I don't know. Um, he picks up the daughter and the son because the mom and dad are both dead. So the daughter and the son and the boyfriend of the of the daughter, that's the only people that survive. Um, and uh, they're like, oh, we did it. 
and then the boyfriend, I guess, got possessed or something at some point. They're driving towards a dark tunnel, and, and he's like, no, we didn't, or no, you didn't, or something, implying that he's leading them into more darkness, the darkness of the, the mysterious tunnel they're driving towards, and then it hits credits, and that's that's darkness. <laughs> um, yeah, I, f- I don't know. I kind of ran through that one quick, I feel like. Um, but that's what happens. That's the movie, um, and uh, as per usual, it's not great. Um, it wasn't fantastic. So my final thoughts, um, I don't know. Darkness is a horror movie that is riddled with tropes. It ultimately becomes cringy at times because of that. Uh, it does help that Anna Paquin stars in the film, or I'm sorry, it doesn't help that Anna Paquin stars in the film and her performance is act. It's atrocious. It's terrible. She sucks. I did not like her in this movie at all. I'm getting all snotty. That's how angry I am. I'm not angry. But uh, if there were a different lean actress, I literally think the movie would have been at least a decent amount better. I just did not like her performance at all. Um, Yeah, so I don't know. Does this movie deserve a 4%? I don't think it deserves a 4% because it's not inherently terrible. I just, it's, you know, it it, it borders the line of being generic. Um, And I I don't even really know what I just said. Borders the line? Is that a thing? I don't know. But what I'm going to do now is I'm going to give you my rating out of 10. I'm going to give it a 3. I don't know. It It was really like really forgettable and it wasn't even like fun or funny it was just like very like i've seen this before and like generic you know so i don't know it was it was uh it it was a movie (laughs) um so yeah that's darkness uh if you haven't seen it don't i wouldn't recommend it i also just told you the whole damn movie so there really is no reason to um and anna paquin sucks but uh, what are we watching for the next Bottom of the Barrel movie? That is the question. And let me tell you what the answer is. The answer is we're watching a movie called Zoom starring Tim Allen uh, and other people. Yeah, it's about a family of superheroes as as far as I can tell. And I actually do remember the trailer for this movie, oddly enough, which is really weird. Um, but I do. I remember seeing the trailer for this movie when I was a kid because it came out in 2006. So I would have been about nine uh, eight or nine, probably. So yeah, um, it it looks like uh, it's going to be really corny. Um, oh, Courtney Cox is in it too, I think. So so it says starring Tim Allen, Courtney Cox, Arquette. Uh, yeah, that is Courtney Cox. I don't know why it, the Arquette parts there. Spencer Breslin and Kate Mara are the main people starring in that one. So interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm looking forward to that or not. I'm going to assume I probably shouldn't because it's going to suck. I'm, I'm almost positive. Okay. Um, yeah. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, I do appreciate it as usual. Wherever you're listening, please leave a five-star rating. Uh, it doesn't even have to be five stars. Just leave a rating, uh, subscribe, tell your friends, um, tell them not to watch darkness or really any of the movies I'm talking about. Um, but you know, if, if you want to be able to relate to my pain of watching these terrible movies then then go ahead, I'm not going to stop you. Um, but yeah, you know what to do. Head over to anything, uh, com, not dot com. That's not going to take you anywhere. Uh, over there you can find, uh, all the good stuff in the network, you know what it is. I've said it a million times. But anythingbecredible.com, it's the best way to access all of the content of myself and all the boys in the crew. So head over there. 
Uh, yeah, next time you hear from me, we'll be talking about Zoom. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and I will see you next time.